0: From Hidden Brain Media, I'm Shankar Vedantham. This is My Unsung Hero, stories where one person reached out to help another in a time of need.
1: My story is about a group of unsung heroes. He just pulled up a chair and we talked, I'd say for about 90 minutes or
0: so. I don't know if she really understands or appreciates the full impact that she's had in my life and still continues to have. Today's story comes from Gary Dietz. He wants to thank four unsung heroes who helped him over the span of two hours. Gary's son, Alexander, has a rare genetic condition that causes intellectual and behavioral challenges. Recently, for Alexander's 24th birthday, Gary and his partner Eileen decided to give Alexander one of his favorite experiences, a walk around Boston. On a warm fall day, the three of them drove from their home in New Hampshire to Charlestown, Massachusetts. From there, they got on the ferry to Boston's North End.
1: And when we got on the ferry, my first unsung hero of the day was actually the woman taking tickets on the ferry. It was a very crowded and beautiful day, and she could see that there was something slightly amiss with Alexander. He seemed very nervous, and I thought that was extremely perceptive and compassionate of her. And while we were waiting on line, the woman taking the tickets just waved us by. It was a very subtle thing to do, and it made the ferry ride a little bit more bearable.
0: After they got off the ferry, they found a restaurant. Alexander seemed fine, so they went inside. But right after they ordered, Alexander started to get agitated, and soon he was having a physical meltdown.
1: And this was going to be very challenging within the city, because when he has a physical meltdown, he can hurt himself or others, and we really shouldn't be in a restaurant. And this hadn't happened when we'd been out really for a few years. So we very quickly asked the bartender, he was a really cool young man, and we had just put our order in and I said, excuse me sir, is it too late to cancel our order? And having worked at restaurants when I was a kid, I kinda knew it was probably too late to pull the order, but he just waved us off and he said, no problem, I get it. You guys come back another time when things are better for you. And again, this concept of perception and compassion happened a second time that day.
0: They left the restaurant and walked around, hoping Alexander would calm down. Gary decided to call an Uber to get back to that car in Charlestown. As they waited for the Uber, Alexander became more distressed and began to get aggressive. Gary and Eileen had to physically restrain him. And that's when the Uber driver pulled up, a man named Muhammad.
1: Mohammed was completely nonplussed. It was just like a normal thing for him, which I thought that was really weird because when we got in the car, he actually pulled his seat forward, leaned forward, put his hands all the way on the dashboard so that Alexander couldn't grab him. And it was really clear to me that he knew what was going on, which was really surprising, honestly. So he started to drive the Uber and Alexander was still at the height of his meltdown. And... The only words, really, that Muhammad said to us the whole time were in sort of broken English, I have a cousin, same thing, I understand. And at that point, it was super heroic for me because I was worried that the Uber driver would kick us out because Alexander was being dangerous or that I would be embarrassed or any one of the million feelings that parents of special needs young adults that have challenges experience. But he immediately made me feel as comfortable as I possibly could at that point for the few-minute cab ride back to Charlestown, where our car was parked.
0: They got out of the car. By this point, all of them were hot and sweaty. Alexander needed water, so they found a cafe and sat down at the patio. But it was about to close.
1: And so I sort of waved to the person who was inside the cafe, and she waved back to me, clearly indicating we're closed, we're closed. And I try to make signs to her that, you know, I I know you're closed, but I I really need your help. Can Can you come out? And after a few seconds, she sort of caught on to the context.
0: She brought them some ice water. Gary rubbed it on Alexander's head to help cool him down while Eileen went to get the car. By the time she came back, Alexander was finally getting back to his
1: normal self. He gave us a hug and a handshake, which is the way he indicates that he's calmed down, and we were ready to drive back to New Hampshire. Eileen and I were a mess, but the only thing we could really talk about that made us feel better were these four people that really showed that situational awareness, that compassion, that ability to really put themselves in our shoes, and that's really why I call them heroes.
0: If Gary could speak directly to his four heroes, This is what he would say.
1: Your grace and helping me and my son and my family in that moment may seem like a little deal to you. But to me, it changed our day and also changes ever so slightly my perception of how crappy the world can be sometimes for my son and for the things that we experience with my son. So just because it seemed little to you doesn't mean it wasn't giant for us. And so I want to thank you for that.
0: Gary Dietz of Brookline, New Hampshire. If you enjoy My Unsung Hero, please share it with a few people who you think would benefit from hearing these stories. Word-of-mouth suggestions are one of the best ways to help us reach new listeners. I'm Shankar Vedantham, see you soon.